Welcome to another one of Hanging Out with Your Favorite Farm here at Grappling Gardens. Um, I'm your host, John Getz, and it is just me today. So I am just hanging out a little bit by myself, but that doesn't mean that it's uh, not an awesome day and not a lot of fun stuff to talk about. So we are in the middle of November, and that means that we are still working on closing up the farm. It's kind of a... uh, crazy time of year with just getting everything organized, getting everything set. We actually have to move a lot of the equipment and a lot of the not permanent items back to my parents because they actually have a building. We don't actually have a uh, building at the farm that's suitable to house a lot of like our, like the tractor and everything like that. So we actually have to take it all back to my parents' house. So that's convenient and super nice that we're able to do that. But, you know, a lot of our signs and such are able to still fit in that front storage shed that we have, which is, or I guess our sales shed, which doubles as our storage shed. But the majority of the other stuff has got to come back to my parents' house. But one thing that is kind of unique is we actually do move. So those of you who don't know about our operation, um, we have 11 total beehives, nine of which are at my parents' house, which are the is the honey that's sold at the farmer's markets. But if you come to the pumpkin farm or any farm events over the summer, we have farm honey, and that's from the beehives that are at the farm specifically. So we do have two active hives that are at the farm, but those don't stay at the farm over the winter. So bees are pretty much, they're not dormant yet just because it's been very warm here, but they've been very... uh I guess they're more docile. As it gets colder, they want to stay inside more. They do not want to, um, they don't really have anything to collect for honey or very minimal. So they really don't have a lot of ability to scavenge for food or anything like that. So they're pretty, not very active right now. That being said, we still have to uh, button them up for the year. So they don't, they're not able to like close themselves up completely for the year. Uh, we have to kind of restrict. So a lot of beehives or the beehives in the front have, um, an opening, which allows bees in and out. And that's something that we have to like restrict. And we also have to, uh, insulate cause it is very, very cold here. Um, you know, it's, I don't know how it works in, uh, <laughs> I, I would assume warmer climates are, um, they don't have the same requirements or the same, um, concerns as we do with the cold, but, when we do our beehives and when we're closing them up, we have to insulate them as well. Those hives that are at the farm, though, we actually bring back to my parents' house. So yesterday, we loaded them up on my dad's um, 4 by 8 trailer, which fits two beehives side by side, which is pretty cool. So I guess a beehive is probably about a 2 by 2 square because um, they fit pretty darn well next to each other. Um But we loaded them up, brought them back to my parents' house so that they are much easier to tend to, that we don't have to worry about getting to the farm, getting um, all the way out in the field when it's in the middle of winter in the the snow. Because they are checked in winter. Um, My dad does put some feed, some like uh, sugar water feed in those hives to allow them to still have the ability to make food or have food. Um, in case that they're running low. So a lot of times like bees, um, you know, it's like they have stocked up on honey, 
we've extracted honey from them. So now whatever they have left, which is, you know, why you have multiple boxes on top and, um, you have certain boxes that are designed for us to extract honey so that we do not over extract honey. But that being said, if the winter's still hard, like if it's a very cold winter and it's a long winter, they're going to have some trouble like having enough food just in general, just because they might not have stocked up quite enough. So that being said, um, we, uh, we bring them back to my parents' house. So it's a lot easier to actually, uh, put them, uh, or actually take care of them and button them up for the winter and then also maintain for the entire winter. So they're back there now. Um, it's pretty cool. It's actually kind of funny. They're, they're on like stilts so that they're not directly on the ground as well. So it kind of looks like they have feet and, um, all, all the hives have that, that kind of attachment that my dad has kind of constructed with them, but now they'll all be insulated. So I think, uh, all the home hives, all the hives that were at his house are insulated right now, which they're just wrapped with some insulation to, um, prevent them from getting too cold because the bees will cluster up in the winter and try to keep themselves warm. But they just, um, some of those super cold days, they just don't have the ability to do so. And they also have like a reduced population to, um, worry about so that they don't have to worry about running out of food. So if they do have, um, a, you know, a reduced population, they're not able to create as much warmth. So we do try to insulate them. We've done two different methods. Um, but, we're trying a new method. So the old method that we had um, was semi-successful. We had a couple hives make it through the winter. Um, this year, we're doing a new method. So we're doing half the old method, half the new method, just to see if we're able to get more through the winter, which would be fantastic. A lot of times, I know I'm saying that they don't make it through the winter for the beehives. A lot of times, you know, that's that's not unusual so a lot of times we have uh most farms that we've talked to have had a lot of trouble with it just with it being wisconsin it's not um a lot of them are not very well suited to make it through wisconsin winters but they're not <laughs> beehives are kind of weird they're not super mobile or easy to move but they're not so, so they have to kind of stay where they're at um unless you get rid of the hive completely and you ship it out to somewhere else because like we always if we if we aren't able to make a hive through the winter we'll get what's called a nuke or we'll get a packaged bee um, hive which is basically you get a few frames of honey uh, basically a miniature hive so you get a queen and a couple you know bees as well and then you're able to start your beehive but that being said like ours um, in Wisconsin, a lot of people have trouble getting them through the winter just because it is such a harsh climate and it is not well suited that there's this long time that there aren't bees or like, isn't anything for the bees to eat. So it's not unusual. Like I had said before, we only make a few, um, through the winter that last year we only had a few make it through the winter. That's not unusual. Um, we do know a couple of people who have had a lot make it through the winter. Um, but Sounds like, I mean, at least what we had been talking with a couple fellow beekeepers, it sounds like it's more of a mite issue for us because it takes, you know, that they're cooped up in, in a spot for so long so that the pests are able to build up in Wisconsin more so than other hives because if they have certain pests, they're able to go other places and like are able to leave the hive and 
they're not like clustered together where they're just transmitting pests from each bee to each bee. So like when they're clustered up, they're kind of screwed if they have a bunch of pests on them, um, like mites. But that being said, you know, it's not unusual for us to, uh, or for us or other farms to not make all their hives through the winter. So that's why we're trying several options just cause it's, it's a learning thing and we want to find what works best because obviously we want to make or have the most bees make it through the winter. So we don't have to keep restocking bees just to have them up here. You know, we'd love to have bees year after year after year of the same hive to come or to have, just stay in the same area. In addition, it also allows for like early spring flowers and everything like that um, for like the bees to like start getting active right away. And that'll allow for earlier honey because if you start from scratch, you have to allow, basically you have to allow two boxes to be filled before you put your honey super on, which is that very top little box. And that like you basically need to wait for the bees to fill up their first two boxes before they get to the third box. Well, the bees that are already there right now, they're going to, yes, they're going to be depleting resources in their boxes, but the boxes are not all honey 100%. So the other nutrients and resources that they have in there from winter, if they have a decent amount left over, it'll be very quickly and they'll have them all refilled and then they'll be able to start on their honey right away. So it is advantageous. It is really good for us to um, make them through the winter for multiple reasons. Obviously, then we don't have to purchase beehives and it's also really nice to, you know, if we're having them, we should hopefully tend them very well. Like that's the goal is to keep keep them. But on top of that, we also can get earlier honey, which is another fantastic reason to hope to try to make it through the winter. So it's like I was saying, I mean, there's a lot of items that we're working on in winter, obviously with the bees. Um, We are still on our pumpkin seed ordering. So once we finalize that, I'll go in depth and kind of highlight. I know we talked about some ideas that we were going to have, but I'll go through kind of some numbers and and everything like that as well. We're going into farmer's markets as well. So we're looking at those. Um, We have not got to pickling yet of those pumpkins. So we're we're doing canned pumpkin and also like, uh, well, it's canned raw and then canned processed pumpkin. But again, we're not done with that yet. But once we have it available, if people want it, please let us know. Please reach out. We're happy to, uh, you know, hook you up with a little bit of it as well so that you can uh, be some trialers for us. But that being said, um, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. That's what we're looking at in coming weeks is a lot of the other items that we're doing in winter. Um, it's still still busy time, which is crazy. I don't really think we have a completely slow time, um, maybe in the middle of January, but at that time, we're still still working on other items. But we'll be back the week or hopefully end of next week, if not the beginning of the following week, um, we will be back and have another podcast released for all of you to tune back in and see what we're up to. So have a wonderful Thanksgiving and we'll hopefully hear or you'll hopefully hear from us soon. Thanks.